Welcome to Jen Cares, powered by Chosen Podcast, a podcast that brings the community to you. Each week, we will feature a guest that will help us stay in the know. Now, here's your host, Jen Cares. Well, good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to Jen Cares, powered by Chosen Counselors. I'm your host, Jen Cares, and the founder of Chosen Counselors, a nonprofit organization that seeks to inspire, motivate, empower, and strengthen individuals and families. So I want to thank you so much for joining me on tonight. It's going to be amazing again. This month, we are kicked off our Move Forward series. So we are affirming, we're addressing mental health, we are engaging in self-care, we are healing, and we're going to pivot as needed, all right? So first and foremost, I want to pay tribute to none other than the late Dr. Martin Luther King. This is one of my favorite quotes of his. Faith is taking the first step, even when you don't see the whole staircase. And we are so, so grateful for all that Dr. Martin Luther King has done. Thank you so much, Dr. King, for your service. Tonight, we are going to heal, okay? Now, most of us go to the doctor when we think something's wrong. And that's a major step towards healing because what? We acknowledge that something is going on, but we have to seek that support as needed, all right? I have a friend, she jokes about, um, it wasn't until she went to the eye doctor that she found out that she couldn't really see. But she acknowledged that her sight, something was going on with it. So she went to the eye doctor to get her eyes checked. Now, as far as the eyes not being as good as she wanted them to be, that's a different situation. But that's the process. We have to seek that support as needed. I got another friend, she shares, um, she went to the eye gas doctor as well, got some glasses and she said they don't work. Mm, have you ever got something to help you heal or aid something that's going on, but you aren't using it right? Mm. So our glasses, they're a twofold, I guess. The top half is to see long distance and the bottom half is to see short distance. So if she's looking out the short distance, she can't see far. And if she's looking out the short distance, she can't see. Um, if she's looking out the long distance, she can't see short. So sometimes we have what we need, but we're not using it correctly. And tonight we're going to talk about this. Um so healing is important. You know, things may not go back to 100%, but you don't want to keep walking around with something broken, something lacking, because after a while, it could become worse. You know, it could get an infection. It could become uh, a disease, um, curable, not curable, depends, I don't know. It could be toxic. We're going to talk about that too. So you want to address that crookedness. You want to address that brokenness. You want to address whatever it is that's causing you to not feel fully healed. Tonight, we have a special guest, Sherry Thompson. She is the founder of The Healing Station. She is a healing coach, entrepreneur, a minister, and life and confidence coach. And I met her some years ago when I lived in Maryland, and I am so glad and honored to have her here with us tonight. So help me, help me welcome and introduce Miss Sherry Thompson. Well, oh, there we go. Woo! <laughs> I'm not quite sure what's going on. Give me one second. Okay. I'm going to make my screen a little larger on this side so I can see. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how are you doing? Michelle. Uh-oh. All right. Well, it's still good. It's still working out. Why? Because we're here and we're going to talk about healing tonight. Lord, heal the internet connection. 
that nothing messes us up because we got some good things to share about how to be healed when we move forward. It's funny, I was talking with a friend the other day and um, they were saying there's a lot of things going on. We're only on the 18th day of this new year, but we've encountered some more deaths, some more losses, some more things that aren't that fun, you know? And it reminded me of the importance of this theme and how it was so one time move forward and how we started off with affirmations. We want to affirm some things. I am the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm the lender and not the borrower. Okay. Whatever your affirmations are. I am enough by just being here. Okay. I am a game changer. All right. And then we want to address that mental health because if something is going on with our mental, we want our mental to be well. So we can face each day and not give up. All right. Then we want to engage in that self-care, whatever it is that helps you. I saw somebody post, they said running errands and uh, doing laundry is not self-care. It absolutely is not. That's a task. That's a job. We have to find something that really allows us to pause, to take a break, to woo side, and to breathe. And tonight, we are going to heal. So help me welcome again, Miss Sherry Thompson. Hello? Hello? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there we go. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was loud. I'm sorry. No worries. You made it back. And for that, I'm grateful. How are you doing tonight? I am wonderful. How are you? I won't complain because tonight we about to heal some things that need to be healed. All right? Yes. Yes. That they relax somewhere. But first, as always here at Jen Cares, we start off with a quote of the day. And today's quote of the day is... Our wounds are often the openings into the best and most beautiful part of us. Again, our wounds are often the openings into the best and most beautiful parts of us. What are your thoughts on that? Um, my thought is that that sounds like healing to me. Mm -hmm. um, like, you know, it's exactly, um, you know, allowing the wounds and the things that have happened to us yeah. um, to um, catapult us to where God really intended for us to be anyway. Mm -hmm. So everything that happens to us is purposeful. Mm -hmm. If we were to see it that way, oftentimes we don't see that things mm -hmm. happen on purpose for purpose, mm -hmm. but the Lord allows all of those spaces that we might see as brokenness in order to heal us, to make us whole, mm -hmm. in order to be whole for the purposeful thing that he has placed inside of us. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what it sounds like to me. It sounds like healing. You said a mouthful with that. It happens on purpose for a purpose. On purpose for Because for I don't purpose. see how I stubbed my toe was on purpose for purpose. But because of that pain I endured, I found out, hey, I could take a little hit and keep on ticking. You know? Yes, things. Ah, <laughs> so good already. So as always, chosen friends, I have prepared some questions for uh, to guide us through tonight's topic. But to any of my chosen friends, be sure to engage in conversation by commenting below with your questions, with your comments, because we're going to talk about those. Be sure to like, comment, and share, because this is going to be good. So, Sherry, tell us about yourself. I, I shared your entrepreneur and a health um, a healing coach. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you get into that field? Um, I think it's an assignment. So mm -hmm. it's not necessarily about getting into. Oh. It's about me. Um, allowing God to do what, you know, in my life or um, allow myself to be who God created me to be. Like, you know, from the moment that I was born again, um, when I talk about the wounds and stuff and I'm trying to, I want to stay on your script. 
but um, all of the things that have happened to me in my life were purposed um, for what God purposed me to do. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I am a healing coach, a um, life coach, a confidence coach, as well as a minister and entrepreneur, but mainly a healing coach is because I needed to be, um, I need to be who I needed um, mm-hmm. when I was going through my space of brokenness, my space of needing to be whole. So God um, placed that seed early in life. So everything, like I said, happened on purpose for purpose. Oftentimes mm-hmm. we don't look at the bad stuff as, okay, God, you really allowed that. But even my rapes, my molestations, everything that happens in my life mm-hmm. happens on purpose for purpose. So it was an assignment. So mm-hmm. I can't say that I, I chose to do it. God did it for me and I just obeyed. I love it. I love it. It's an assignment and you chose to be something that you needed. I love that. And yeah. That's the most fulfilling uh, purpose to ever have because it's something that you wanted to be for somebody else. You wanted to fill in that gap or that hole for somebody else. And it's so Absolutely. encouraging because when they see, like, wait, she really mean this thing. She really has my best interest at heart. Okay, let me listen to more. What is she telling me? Because what she's <laughs> going to say is going to help me because if she got out and she could go and smile like that, I could do it too. I love it. I love it. Amen. So I love that you have hope. Hope happens. Where hope happens, rather. And it's healing on purpose every day. Can you tell us about hope? Okay. So hope is, I'm that person that God has blessed with the gift of acronyms. Um, So I don't, you know, sometimes when I see a thing, in order for it to really go down deep and, and, you know, get those roots I have to have something that, you know, that attaches to it. So that hope healing on purpose every single day means that we need to be intentional about our healing. Um, We're intentional sometimes about our physical healing. You know, sometimes, you know, we get an ache, we get a little pain, then we run to the doctor and we find out, you know, okay, I need you to tell me X, Y, and Z. But oftentimes with our emotional healing, we tend to suppress it. Mm-hmm. And not really, um, really deal with it. And I believe, and I don't use the P word. I'm going to put it on here tonight, but I don't mm-hmm. necessarily, I don't use the P word as far as the pandemic. Mm-hmm. But I believe that the Lord allowed this be, be still season in order to get us <laughs> primed um, for where God is really, where he's taking us. Yeah. And so um, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. I'm excited too, so it's so good. Let's talk about this emotional healing because there's different kinds of healing. So let's break that down. What are some different kinds of healing that we should be aware of, mindful of, because we want to then seek those things to help us to be where we need to be? Absolutely. Of course, as we just talked about, there's a physical healing Mm -hmm. um, that we all, you know, we know we're going to take our blood pressure pills. We're going to do what we need to do. Some of us don't, um, but you know. For those of us who really want to live long lives, we are doing that in order to do it. So there's a physical healing, um, there's mental healing, um, mm-hmm. but there's an emotional healing that's attached to all three of those things. Mm. Um, all you know, all three of those things are attached to our emotional healing. Sometimes we don't deal with what's going on on the inside. That affects who we are physically because we mm-hmm. literally sometimes feel that thing physically in our bodies and mm-hmm. mentally. We are fighting to be you know, you know, sane or we're fighting to be in this normal mindset when there are some roots that need to be tilled up, pulled up. Um, Oftentimes, especially as believers, we have gotten into this space and I'm going back to 
this be still season. We've mm -hmm. gone to this phase. Um, we were we are in this space, and normally we find ourselves getting our healing when we run to the altar. We mm -hmm. tell them, you know, X, Y, and Z, this is what I need prayer for, mm -hmm. not realizing that, you know, the Lord had he he shut this down, but we're not realizing that the reason why we're running back and forth you know, Sunday after Sunday is because it's a deeper root. What you're asking for prayer for is not even what's going on with you, but there are some strongholds. There's some things that we have not dealt with from our childhood that we're afraid to speak out loud. So when I tell the lady at the altar, when I tell that minister at the altar, you know, what I'm going through or what I need, I can't tell her that my father touched me when I was six. So what I'm really going through stems back to that. Mm. And so it's all part of the process. And, you know, as believers, again, you know, there's certain things that we won't talk about, mm. but that's what God has assigned me to those things um, that we won't talk about, but that hinders us and keeps us in a stagnant place, keeps us stuck mm. from moving forward. Um, because regardless of whether you acknowledge it or not, everything that has happened into your life, everything that has happened in your life um, has a place and it controls what you do. So we have to overcome that mindset because even in the word, when it tells us that, you know, we are flesh and blood, right? Nothing good comes in this flesh, all of that. So we're fighting against that every single day. Yeah, so because yes. of that, I have to reroute my mind. I have to change my mindset and mm -hmm. I have to root out those things that are weeds inside of me that are mm -hmm. literally killing purpose, killing mm -hmm. impact, mm -hmm. killing what God has um, created me to do. So. so you said a couple of you, you said a lot of things, but two things I pulled out. First one is that we feel it in our bodies. Yes. So often Absolutely. we do feel it, but then we ignore it. Yes, absolutely. And we think it's something else. Mm -hmm. And we think it's something else. We'll, we'll, we're willing to take the pills, mm -hmm. but we're not willing to seek out someone to help us heal. Mm -hmm. We're willing to take a pill and be on pills for 20, 30 years when mm -hmm. all it need, all you really needed was someone to help you to unpack pull out those things mm -hmm. you know sometimes even when we go on a trip like right we come back home we unpack but mm -hmm. the next time we go on a trip we pick that same stuff back up wait a minute i know that that trial size it got through the, the uh, you know the inspection i was able to go through security oh. with that trial size so i'm gonna pack that thing back up again so that's mm -hmm. what we tend to do in life and mm -hmm. I'm, to, <laughs> I'm telling y'all I need to tell the viewers, I don't know if you told them, that no. I had neck and spine surgery. Um, and it hasn't even been two weeks. Um, Wednesday, it will be two weeks. Yeah. So even sitting here, I didn't think I was like, God, you're going to have to strengthen me. But I feel my help. So anyway, yes, go ahead. Lord. <laughs> I feel it too, girl. I got me on my little mother's rock and things of that sort. <laughs> Uh, because again, we do put in our bodies or we get one thing yes. to address it. It is not the thing that really will take away that pain. And we talk about, I talk about this all the time because my mission is also to normalize therapy because as you yes. said, sometimes we could take something for it. We could run to the altar for it, but we still got to unpack that thing. We talked yes. about that last week of, yes, I could talk to God, but even in that conversation with God, it's not just me always talking to him. He then talks back to me. He yes. didn't help you to put some things in order. So you have to be Absolutely. able to find it of whatever it is that's going on. So that's good. Absolutely. Another piece you said, you said run into the altar. So because we're not really physically in the church right now, uh -huh. we aren't really able to run to the altar uh -huh. of the church. Mm -hmm. But the altar is also supposed to be where we dwell at, at our home. Yes. Uh -huh. where, where you find yourself at, like, God, I yes, need to You can cry out to say, okay, this is not working. Somebody's yes. got to give. Let's talk about that. Run into the altar. Mm hmm. Because sometimes, you know, when we think about Abraham, we think about, you know, the altar is not 
always a bad thing. You know, it's not a bad thing. You know, it's a good thing. And then sometimes it's a cover-up thing. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, when Abraham built his altar, it was to remind him of what God had done. That was a reminder. So oftentimes when we go to the altar and we're going back and forth, we don't want to be reminded. Hmm. We want to forget. And we want to blame it on, okay, well, I'm at the altar today because I'm, you know, last night I, you know, I had a one night stand or I keep, you know, falling for the same dude who is the musician at the church or whoever. And you keep finding yourself in the same place and you're like, God, I need you to forgive me for this and not realizing what's pulling you, what is pulling you has nothing to do with what you're doing. It's a strong, it could be very well be something from your past. But it could be something from your mother's past, your grandmother's past. Those strongholds come forward. So that's why, you know, we need to um, have an altered experience to realize, wait a minute, God, like without you, I can't manage this. Like, you know, I think that most people, unless everybody's been sleeping underneath a rock, but most of us who have been um, in a place where we have... um, created this busy space in order mm. not to deal with our issues mm. in a pandemic. I just said the P word again, but I call it the be still season, y'all. I need y'all catch on to it. Be still is about our posture and not our yeah. position. Mm. But um, it is, you know, in this be still season, if you haven't addressed it and you in that house with you, yourself, and I, or you in your house with your kids and all of those other things, God has sat you down literally mm. or allowed the space for you to really deal with your issues. So when you walk out of here, you emerge as whole mm. and not the same person as you were going into this, this be still season. Mm. Mm. I love it because we get so busy. That was good. Yes. Yes. And we blame it on our busyness. We blame our lack of healing or our mm-hmm. lack of, mm-hmm. um, you know, putting our best foot forward or our lack of, um, God, I really need you to handle this. We we say, wait a minute, I'm too busy to handle. I'm too busy to go to therapy. I'm too mm-hmm. busy to, you know, seek out my healing. I'm too busy. I'm a mom. I'm this, I'm that. And that guy was like, okay. See, I look at this thing individually. I know, yeah. we, you know, it has affected all of us. Mm-hmm. When I look, because when Jesus hung on the cross, he hung on the cross for me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not speaking for everybody else. Yeah. I can't yeah. speak for everybody else. I have to see that thing for me. So yeah. he stilled the world so Mm -hmm. that I could get this thing straight so that Mm -hmm. all of the things again, because this is about impact. We were created to impact. We were created. You weren't created just to talk to your sister on the phone every single day. You were created for impact, whether that's on a larger scale or a smaller scale, God created you for impact and anything that hinders that means you're out of alignment. You're out of the will of God. You're out of the perfect will of God for your life. Oftentimes people say, you know, well, I just want to be in the will of God. No, not me. I want to be in the perfect will of God. So because of that, I know that my healing is attached to somebody else. I have to realize that your healing is not just attached to you. It's not something that you went through. It's not something that you endured, but Mm -hmm. it's something that if you don't handle it, it will chain it to the next generation, your children's children, your children's children's children. All of that, it chains them to it. And not only that, not just your family, but you have stopped the impact. You have halted. It's almost like the Hoover Dam. You have stopped, um, you know, people from getting their healing and Mm -hmm. getting what they need. 
I mm -hmm. have to tell the ladies, you know, with the healing station, you know, sometimes there's somebody that's hanging off a cliff and mm -hmm. only your hand can save it. Some, you know, it could be 10 of us there, but yes. I'm assigned to a certain group. Yes. I, you know, you need to realize God and called you for greater. So it's time yeah. to get healed. And when you don't heal, it's selfishness. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna be quiet. <laughs> you ain't gotta be quiet, yeah. girl. So, I'll, I'll, let me bring out the altar piece. So, the altar, yeah. um, because as I shared last week, I don't say that everybody that listens or watches knows the Lord. Jennifer knows the Lord, so that's always gonna come out some kind of way. And I yeah. can't start a year without even addressing and honoring the Lord because I need him to get me from A to Z. Um, yeah. And the officer is really when you're coming to that place of that man in the mirror. Let's go Michael Jackson style, you know, that man in the mirror. I gotta talk yeah. to myself and get myself together because something is off. But then I'm seeking a higher power to help really pull me out of whatever it is and help yeah. me get on the right path that I need to be yeah. on. So that alters wherever you are saying, all right, something's not working out right. Let me yes. re work out the plan. Let me have a budget meet with myself. Let me have a mental meet with myself. Let me have a physical, emotional meet with myself. Because yes. last year, people that I was connected with, I can't be connected with again this year because it's yes. not going to help me to go to where I'm trying to go. Last year, that mm -hmm. job did work, but now I have to try something different because I need to go to a different level. You know, yes. you have to have a meeting and conversation with yourself and reaching out to those that can help and pull you up and encourage you to keep on going because yes. if not... Yeah, healing is, is mixed up in your busyness because then you're busy. Yeah. It's like, well, I got to just keep this job because it's paying my bills. No, but sometimes there's greater for you. Mm -hmm. But you got to be able to acknowledge that there's a lack. You have to acknowledge that something's not happening how you want it to happen so that you can go forth from what it is that you're trying to do. Yeah. Mm. This is good already. And I, I love the alignment. I'm always using that. Like something is out of alignment. And when you mm -hmm. feel like something's out of alignment, you know, when you're driving your car and you're like, something is wrong. It's not doing, if you're driving, let me take that back. Everybody doesn't drive. I'm, I, I'm aware. Um, so you're driving, when everybody's been in a car, whether that's a cab or somebody's been in a vehicle. So you yeah. know. Okay. And you, when you're walking and you ain't going to get a little twist, something is wrong. You got to get that together. You're trying to wear your that's little right. hands, lady or you're wearing your yeah. uh Flats, whatever, you know. So there's oh yes, mm, I got one for you. You ate something and it didn't agree very well with your body. Yeah. You so mm -hmm. when you feel that something is off, you gotta figure out what you can do to help get it back on cancer. What did I yeah. eat anymore? What did I drink that I can't drink anymore? Who was I around that I can't yes. be around no more? Yes. Mm. But even when we, we we can take it back to the car thing, right? Because yes. when you're out of alignment, you are slightly off. Mm -hmm. So even when you think that you're headed in the right direction, mm -hmm. even when you, you have to really hold the wheel and yeah. the wind blows or mm -hmm. if anything happens, you have to make sure that yeah. you are in full control. Mm -hmm. When we're in this life as believers, God has complete control. Mm -hmm. So he's pulling you. It's almost like, you know, them new cars these days. You can take your hand off the wheel. You can do a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. It works yeah. for you, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. God wants to be that. So when you're out of alignment, God, you're you're not fully flowing in the direction mm -hmm. where God uh, wants you to be. I often say, you know, that that God needs us to renew our yes every single day. That your yes should be yielding, evicting, and surrendering. Mm -hmm. That yield, you don't even know where to yield when your car is out of alignment. You might mm -hmm. miss that turn, but God is still he 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 he's still. Yeah. And it's what's so funny is he gives us chance after chance after chance. He allows us, he stopped everything so that we would be on this social media. So yes. people that we wouldn't even be able to talk to people mm -hmm. that wouldn't 
you know, or, or be able to hear us. Yes, um, yes. They wouldn't even realize, wait a minute, like what I'm thinking. Yeah, I have been thinking off. Yes. I, yes. Have, been, I, I have been out of alignment. Yes. Exactly how I've been feeling. Yes. I just, you know, he purposed this today for you, for you. For you. He, he's mm -hmm. so concerned about us. You know, during yes. times, I could have a thought in my mind and somebody reach out and say, you know, this was awesome or this was good or this, whatever it is. And I just would be like, yes. thank you, God, because I needed to hear that. And that's how concerned he is about us. He uses anybody. You just have to have that ear. You can be walking down the street, a stranger, somebody that doesn't look as great as you want them to look can still be used and encourage your life to let you know you are not alone and that you can make it. Yes, absolutely. And God can use all of us. All we of all us. have redemptive value. God can use all of us. Yes. And so those people who really are just big headed and thinking, wait a minute, it's about me. It ain't never about you. It ain't never been about you. Mm -hmm. It's always about God, even in the word when he, he can use whoever. Whoever. If he can use a bush, if he can use a donkey, he can use whatever. Yeah. So all joy for real. Be in a place that you are humbled. That yes. you allowed that God even thought that you was worthy to, to speak for him. So mm. that's, that's it. Mm. Now I feel like I'm preaching. You rocking, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. <laughs> now you never heard of that burning bush or about that donkey that started talking. I, I dare to go Google that story and read it. It's some good stories mm -hmm. on that BIBLE. Y'all going check it out. So another question. In our healing, what we talked about not wanting to be healed in some areas. Because sometimes uh, we do want to be that petty. We do want to be angry. We do want to be whatever it is that causes that relationship, that connect with whatever that person, place, or thing is not to work out. What are some uh, words of wisdom or insight when you're in that place? I think I just said it a moment ago. Yes. That when you are in that mindset, it's a selfish mindset. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that some more. Choosing not to heal. When you're in a, in a selfish, what well, we know about selfishness, it's all about you. Yeah. You're thinking that it's all about you. And yeah. when, you know, just as, you know, with Jesus with uh, agape love, you know, sacrificial, he's selfless, mm -hmm. you know, everything that Jesus sacrificed for us, if we're supposed to be, we're supposed to be reflecting him, not mm -hmm. some circus mirror, but we're supposed to be re reflecting him, then everything that I do is for the cause of Christ. Every everything we're supposed to be walking epistle seen and read of men. So that means everything, everything pertains to Him. Mm -hmm. so when he tells me that I need to heal, because here's the thing: people don't even realize you can't obey God if you're not healed. Mm -hmm. You can't obey Him. You can obey Him or think that you're obeying Him, but you mm -hmm. cannot fully obey Him because you got other stuff clutter that's getting in the way. You can't. <laughs> God clearly, when God tells you to go and speak to someone, or God sends you someplace, you're you have sometimes we have that whole hindering mind, mindset. Well, mm -hmm. well, I can't go there if God tells you to go to a certain place. Well, I can't go there because I remember sister so and so went to that church. Well, I can't do that. We have all of that that it keeps you from obeying God. Mm -hmm. God you know, He calls you to go, go again, go to another place or go, go outside of your normal, uh, uh you know, that, that set place or that normal place that you feel safe and he tells you to step outside, you're not going to want to obey because you said, one, wait a minute, what if they reject me? Ah. Those are things that are stemmed to our healing. Yes. Places of insecurity. Oh my God, I'm not good enough. Mm. That healing that yes. needs to take place. So all of those are things that prevent you from obeying God. Mm -hmm. 
obeying God. And oftentimes, you know, in the word, and I said it a, a few weeks ago in, in, in um, one of my lives, we often tell us, we often say to people, you know, well, God says that we're the head and not the tail. We're above and not beneath. We're the yeah. lenders and not the borrowers. Yeah, yeah. Clauses to that. Mm -hmm. clauses yeah. yeah. mm -hmm. he says when you obey him yes that's when he does that that means that your barrel won't be empty yes that's like for real yes. Like, yes. You know, sometimes we get it mixed up and we get it twisted up but obedience my obedience here i go back to my acronyms <laughs> my obedience releases everything so more god mm -hmm. is requiring more my my obedience releases oh, everything. My obedience releases everything. That's beautiful. And it's funny. Uh, when we had our little glitch, I was um, reflecting on some affirmation. So I was saying, I am the head and not the cell. But as you said, I got to be obedient. Because if I'm not doing what I need to do, I can't be the head. Because mm -hmm. if I'm the head and I'm leading you wrong, we got a problem. Mm -hmm. so we all experience when somebody was the head chief or something and they didn't lead very well. Mm -hmm. I leave that there. I am the lender not the borrower. If I'm not being financially right with my funds, I'm going to be borrowing or robbing Peter to pay Paul. So there are stipulations and some other things that go with that before I can say, yes, I am, I am. But are you? Again, yeah. talking to that person in the mirror, really getting yourself together yeah. to know what's going on for me. And again, yeah. as you, you can talk about shit. I can talk about Jennifer. What's going yeah. on for Jennifer to make sure Jennifer's doing what she needs to be doing? That's right. That's right. That's because right. Because dependent on it. If I wasn't obedient to even do this. So... <laughs> I promise I was going to take a pause in January, you know, um, mm -hmm. and the guys that I got coming in February, I'll talk about it then again, I'm sure. Um, they was like, no, you can't stop. Like, this is good. You got to keep going. I'm like, uh. amen. So I did it, you know, and then stepping out and then this month being moved forward, how uh, relevant move forward has been for this month of how you can't get stuck. Last year is yeah. last year, but I got to keep going forward. Yes, it wore me out. Yes, it was tiresome. Yes, I cried. Yes, I, you know, wanted to fuss and fight. I wanted to break some stuff, whatever it was, but I still got to keep going because somebody's dependent on it. Somebody is watching that you have no clue that's watching yeah. that is encouraged and inspired by you just being yeah. you. Yes, absolutely. And that's the thing with obedience as well, because it's never comfortable. Oh, never. It's never, it's never going to feel, you know, when never. Jesus came on the cross, it didn't feel good. Mm -mm. It was not. But he thought that it was worth it. He thought that I was, well, I was worth it. Yeah. So at the end, at the end of it, the uncomfortable, the Lord gave me, and then we can move on, I'm sorry. You are right, you are right. A few years ago, and it has become like, um, a staple in my life mm -hmm. um, beyond what I see, mm -hmm. beyond what I hear, beyond what I feel. I believe the promises of God are yea and amen, and they cannot return unto him void. Mm -hmm. Beyond what I see, because oftentimes we can see stuff, and sometimes that, like out of alignment, when our eyes are all messed up, as we, you know, I'm 48, mm -hmm. you get a little dim, you don't see like you used to see. Uh -huh, and, uh -huh. What I hear, because sometimes we will lie to ourselves in our own voice. Sometimes the enemy is going back and forth. Sometimes even the people that were close to us really mm. the call that's on your life. And so they whispered, well, girl, what if it don't? All of that. No, no, no. I believe what God says. And mm. beyond what I feel, because it ain't mm. going to be 
It ain't no. gonna feel good. But no. in his word, Romans 8:28, it says all things work together no. for the no. good of them that love God that are called according to his purpose. So no. we run that back around. Yeah. Your healing when it don't feel good, when you find yourself in the same place and you find yourself in the same rut, and you find yourself in relationship after relationship after relationship, and you still don't feel no any any peace whatsoever. Yeah. Because you need to be healed because yeah. all things work together for the yeah. good of them that love God that are called according to his purpose. So you yeah. gotta find out, wait a minute, wait a minute, where exactly am I off? Where exactly do I need to dig uh. up? And those things, some of the, these roots are deep. Mm. It's not, you know, oftentimes I have said, and I'll be transparent because that's what I am in, in mm. my, with the healing station, that's what I am. I'm transparent. Mm -hmm. um, in my relationship, um, even with my own mother, there has been a space of, um, you know, rejection and different things that have happened in my life. And all of it stem back to some things that needed to be healed. Mm. So um, because of that, and I just lost my train of thought because I started working in my, in my head. But because of that, I know that, you know, um, everything that happened in my life happens on purpose for purpose. Mm -hmm. And um, there were things that would come up even from the my husband, you know, that I chose. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to say that God, I, I, and you know, I chose him. Mm -hmm. I saw the dude that I said, that's going to be my husband. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. I had it all spelled out. I was out of order. Mm -hmm. But I made up in my mind. This is how it's going to be. But all of that was based on that rejection and all of that other stuff. So I felt like if I pick it, if I do it, if I make the decisions, if I'm the one that's pushing this thing forward, then mm. it can't fall apart. Mm. It can't be, you know, all of that and not realize that, wait a minute, because God didn't set this thing up, it's going to fall mm. apart anyway. And until you deal with your issues and you realize where it came from and I'll get, you know, I'll go deeper in that. Y'all will see my book and I'll be deeper in that. Mm -hmm. But it went back to childhood and all of the things um, that had nothing to do with why I was making the decisions I was making. Mm. You know, mm, this. Mm, you talked about you choosing some things for yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes we make some decisions that we think are good for us. Mm -hmm. But based on some things we've been in, Mm -hmm. We felt like, you know, that didn't work out. So this is going to be better because I chose this. I really, you know, went on my little grab, my pros and cons of why this should be good. And this is going to work. And then we're disappointed when it doesn't work. So then mm -hmm. that messes with our healing because what we thought we were moving towards, mm -hmm. it was a detour the whole time. Mm -hmm. And God is still using that to get the glory, but yeah. it's still not the path that you know could have been. And again, it's not smooth sailing. I'm not going to tell nobody it's a smooth sailing. They say that the path is narrow. Yes. It's not as wide as, you know, many choices that we can make. It's real narrow. You know, yeah. you got to, like, move a little bit, get, get through and things of that sort. There's other people in this road, too. We all trying to make it through, you know? But that's right. so important of being careful of some decisions that we make. And then we want to blame Sally, John, and Joe when we did that. And mm -hmm. with that healing piece, we have to acknowledge the pieces that we did as well. That's right. Now, that's really, everything is not always our fault. That's right. But how we respond... Mm -hmm. How we choose to pick up pieces to move forward, how we try to get some help from somebody that can help us really get out of that mess or whatever that is. So important. So important. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you don't deal with it, it's going to cycle back around. It's you know, as, back around. Uh, Jonathan McReynolds talks about your cycles. Yeah, For real. You're creating yeah. a cycle. You, you can decide or we can treat it like it's a bicycle. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
it's gonna keep rolling around. It's gonna come back. It's gonna come back. So, and there is, you have to make a decision. And so that just goes back to when I say heal on purpose every day, you have to be intentional. Mm. You have to be intentional. And you have to be honest with yourself. Honest with yourself. Right and you need to have people around you that are honest with you. Because mm. there are oftentimes that, you know, in my past, I would be like, you know, I don't think she like me. I've had, mm. you know, I don't think she like me. Every time I go somewhere, I don't think they like me. And all of that. And then finally, you know, one of my friends was like, girl, what in the world? <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah. Like, I don't like you. Like, she yeah. got, got an issue with me. I don't understand. You know, we went from talking to yeah. everybody issue with you. But it all went, that goes right back to the insecurity part. Yes. I'm not even realizing what mm -hmm. I need to heal from. Because it, you know, those those red flags. And oftentimes we say sometimes, you know, I don't do stuff because I'm afraid. It's not just about fear. Mm -hmm. It goes deeper than that. There's some other things. And mm -hmm. until you pull out all of the ugly stuff. It's just like, you know, I use the analogy um, often, um, you know, when we move our furniture around, our house could be the cleanest house on the block. Mm -hmm. But when we move the furniture around, we find dust bunnies. Mm -hmm. Something that we thought was perfect still mm -hmm. had a little bit of something that nobody Come could on. see. And so that's why healing, that's why I say heal and not healing and not healed, because I don't believe we'll, we'll ever be healed of Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. As remain in this flesh, there will be something that comes up, something mm -hmm. that triggers, something that reminds us of something that happened in our past that was not pleasant. Our response is how we know we're healed, though. Mm -hmm. But there's always a space because God, you know, is always he said, you know, he wants us to come forth as pure gold. Yes. So there are some things that have to, some fire has to be lit to it. There's some yes. things that has to burn up. And they can't burn up unless they're exposed. Some wounds do not heal unless they get air to it. Mm. Mm. Like, you can't hide everything. Everything ain't about a bandage. And mm. oftentimes, again, I talk about Christendom. There's a difference between kingdom and Christendom. And I'm doing a whole lot of moving. Um, uh, there's a difference between, between in my head, I, I call it Christendom. Because Christendom is all of the traditions. And all of those things that they, you know, attach to Jesus, but don't look like Jesus. Mm -hmm. So I think, you know, there's a difference between that and kingdom. But yes. a lot of times, you know, as believers, we are taught, it's not just within our houses, um, but it, even, you know, in the churches, you know, everything, you can't tell everything. You got to, mm -hmm. you know, certain things that stay and that happen in the house should stay in the house. And that's why we have been silent. And we haven't said that we've been molested. We haven't said that we've been raped. There are, you know, men that are suffering that have been raped, um, you know, from female family members and all of that. And all of that, we we tend to, okay, well, you know, take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Just pray about it. No, it's okay to have God in therapy. It's mm -hmm. okay to have God in healing. Mm -hmm. It's all, you know, all of it yeah. is working together. Yeah. And so... Um, that's why, you know, the healing station exists is to bring that, that muzzle off <clears throat> and allow you to, um, speak your truth and it yeah. be your truth without condemnation and without shame. Mm. We've all, yes, we've all made mistakes. We've all made mistakes and things that we, we wish that we could take back, yeah. but there are certain parts of our life, our, our lives that we need to get out there. Mm -hmm. there are certain parts of our lives in order for us to heal 
and for us to impact the next lady because we are overcome yes. by the blood of the lamb yes. and by the words of our yes. testimony. And so testimony means I survived something. Yes. Testimony means I I, I, I have victory. Now, sometimes, you know, testimony means, I, you know, I went to the store and, you know, I, the Lord blessed me with a, a loaf of bread. And it might be that. But, it, you know, it might be something, you know, or I found a dime on the street. It yes. might be. You know, yeah. the, we used to have testimony service that lasted a long time. A long but, time. <laughs> a long time. But for some of us, for real, we need to share our stories. And the yeah. only way that we can feel confident, I believe, you know, the confident part with my coaching, um, the confidence part, I believe once you find out who you are and you really know who you are and you uncover and you pull out all the ugly stuff, the nice stuff, all of that other stuff, and you did, then you give it over to God. Mm -hmm. I believe that the confidence will come yes. because you'll know, wait a minute, like I'm a king's kid. But oftentimes we don't walk in that because we are ashamed of what has happened to us. Like I remember, I didn't tell my mom that I was raped until I was 35 years old. Mm. 35 years old. Can you imagine? Mm. And I didn't tell my mom that I was molested until I was 41. Mm. Can you imagine all those years? And I know I'm not by myself. I know it's mm -hmm. other people who have other things. I know, you know, molestation and rape aren't the only things. You know, some mm -hmm. of us have shame with divorces or some of us um, have shame being un un unwed mothers and all of that. You know, it's a lot of things that mm -hmm. we have to deal with. Right. But um, to be that old. And so I was bound for that long. Mm -hmm. That was bondage. Unhealing, not healing, is bondage. Mm -hmm. It's being locked in a space and time. And regardless of whether, you know, even when we tell you, we say God is a present help. He can't be your present help because you're in your past. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm talking to you, I'm talking to the six-year-old you. I'm not talking to the 36-year-old you because you're not healed. Mm -hmm. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. can't be a present help when you're in your past. Lord, that was good. But let's talk about this for a second. And, and, and speaking of healing and things that story, how it took this, the process that you went through to get to now being able to share about it, because now you went through the process of this happened um, and whatever your walk was to get to now I can, you know, testify about it because I survived it. Um, yeah. The process, even in that though, you know, not being able to share, because as you shared about how, you know, we're, Brought up where what happens in this house stays in this house. And then yes. we're not able to talk to anybody about it. Mm -hmm. So we're thinking maybe it was right to happen. Yeah. But I feel like it was wrong. Absolutely. Or Absolutely. If it happens to me, that means I'm supposed to do this to somebody else because then we get a cycle going on now. Because maybe mm -hmm. to me, I'm supposed to do this to somebody else because children are spun. So and we we then say, okay, this is how I'm going to do it. You know, well, I saw yeah. my mom do it this way. I saw Johnny do this way. I saw Uncle Sue. Uncle Sue is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it might be an Uncle Sue. You're right. He could be, he could be Asian. It might be a. It might be an Uncle. You're Sue. right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Thank you for having my back right there. But you know. Yeah. 
you're thinking that those things are right to happen. And then if you can't talk to anybody else, it's so frustrating. It's so overwhelming. And then this is one thing. Mm-hmm. And then if it's happened multiple times, then it then became a bigger balloon than what you wanted to be. But then you still got trying to grow up, trying to be a teenager, trying to obey your parents, trying to go to school, trying to do this, do that. Or you're an adult and these things have happened. Trying to still provide for your household and things of that sort. It's overwhelming. So you have to be able Absolutely. to let it go. Absolutely. And to realize that all of our help doesn't come in the house, doesn't come mm-hmm. by you going to church. Because sometimes, you know, we go in and we've shared it with the wrong person. Mm-hmm. And the enemy, I always say that it's, you know, it's a two-sided thing. Like he allows one thing to happen, but he knows on the other side, like, you know, when he allowed me, uh, when he allowed me, when he caused me to be uh, molested and raped early in life, um, I was, I was, I was molested at four and nine. So it happened. I'm a church kid. My mama been saved my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, my whole life before I was born, my mama was saved. Mm-hmm. So that happened in the midst of me being a church kid. And so I felt like, wait a minute, God, for you know, I was forsaken by God mm-hmm. and I was forsaken by family. And so it was a double-sided seed. So when we go in and we're already wounded and we go in and we share it with the wrong person because we want to, you know, get it, you know, okay, let me just, I just need just a little bit of relief because you, in your mind, I got to tell somebody it's just Mm -hmm. overwhelming at times. Not everybody wants to share, but for those who have, and then you go in church and you share it with the wrong person. And then that person tells another person, then that's when people talk about church hurt and all of that. Now you're wounded again. Mm. So not only did something happen to me, I shared it with somebody and people with the face or in the name of the Lord did something wrong to me or did not um, hold it, did not keep it. So this space of healing is a delicate place. It's Mm -hmm. not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And healing goes along with deliverance. I want to make that clear. It's not just about healing. It's about healing and deliverance. The two go together. I'm assigned to that. Mm-hmm. I am assigned to that, yes. but um, that that same space of it because you need to be delivered as well as healed. But that 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 whole thing, the enemy wants to keep you so trapped and bottled up in that same. Here we go back to the past. We're still stuck there, mm-hmm. and now I'm trying to move to my present, but I can't really because somebody in my present. So I'm stuck somewhere in between, and God mm-hmm. can't even use me. And and people don't even realize the the, the most things or. Um, more things happen to those who have the call on their life. Mm. If you if you have, you know, a women, I've, I've experienced death at an early age, you know, I have, you know, been molested early in age, like all of that. Mm-hmm. The enemy, he was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Let me get wait you early. Uh-huh. He knows who you are. And oftentimes yeah. we're struggling with our identity and not realizing the enemy knows who you are. The enemy knows. He ain't got to ask nobody who you are. Even in the word when he says, have you considered my servant Job, he was like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've been walking to and fro, but wait a minute. Job, the only reason that Job has been able to, to make it thus far is because you got the hedge around. How did he know the hedge was around it? Because he had peeked him out. He had already seen him. So the enemy knows who you are. So this is the time for real. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cut everything short, but I'm telling you, this is the time that we take time, that you take time to sit down with your own self. Hmm. And realize, wait a minute, those things that I'm coming up in short, I'm impatient on this, you know, write down the things that you really show. And then ask your people, your people that you can really ask. 
Mm. Not some people that's going to sugarcoat it. Not those people that um, tell you what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's going to be totally honest. Because I believe even in this space, I'm, I'm, I'm taking over your show. But yeah, even no. in this space, I believe the Lord is um, allowing a great falling away. Yes. He's allowing people that do not belong um, attached to your destiny to fall away. And you don't realize, wait a minute, we've been in this for all these many months and such and such don't call me no more. She ain't even checked on me. She ain't Zoomed me. She ain't messaged me. That was God's doing. Mm-hmm. Because he knows he's, he's trying to get you to a whole place. So when you emerge, when you come up out of here, mm-hmm. that you are that whole self and you yeah. can't be whole attached to broken pieces. Mm-hmm. You can't be. You can't be. Mm, so good. Let's let's talk about this wrong person because mm. uh, it's about to get tough a little bit. It's about to get tight because sometimes, hmm, some mm-hmm. people have okay. parent, some people have a parent that's not the right person because if they experienced it, they say shut your mouth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Another wrong person to be a, a family member that then uses that to say. Well, don't tell nobody else. And then they try to start this cycle happening again of whatever mm-hmm. else, you know. Um, Absolutely. Whoever, if you find that, the hope is that this is what should happen. When you're trying to get connected to healing, there's a naturalness, there's a peace that should come with it. Mm-hmm. Because if you feel uneasy, then that means it's a lack of trust. If you, you have people in your life that you feel like you could say whatever, anything else to, you know, whatever, like blah, 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 whatever that's on your heart to share. And you have mm-hmm. a piece that they're going to hold what you're giving them and really treat you well with it, take you with those falls yeah. and all and help you through yeah. that. But mm-hmm. if you feel like something is off, we have those people who's like, mm, I can't tell John John my business because John John can't hold water or John mm-hmm. John already be telling everybody else's business so I can't really tell him. So really knowing who you can talk to. And again, mm-hmm. one person can be that person <laughs> That you talk to every day sometimes too because they can't handle all of you. So yes. use discernment when you're going to somebody to seek support and help. Children, if you're going through this, uh, they have counselors in school. And you have somebody who you feel like, if I tell Miss Jen, she's going to help me out. She's going to get me connected. If I tell Miss Sherry, she's going to help me out. She's going to get me connected. So we all have that one person. Find out who your person is. Yes. Because you don't have to go through it alone. And you want to be Absolutely. able to share with somebody because that's too much to have on you. They yes. have a song that he'll never put more on you than you can bear. Sometimes it feels like it's too much. And you got to let somebody else know. Even in the Bible, they had um, holding up his arms. You need somebody to hold up your arms. Yeah, so girl, you that's my scripture. Go ahead. You know, you need somebody to do that. But you have to know who the right person is. And sometimes seasons yeah. change. Yeah. Because who was holding your arms last year? May can't hold your arms this year. Yes. Being okay with that. Being That's okay. Key. With that. Mm-hmm. Being okay. With that. And I, I, I definitely love the piece of um, you know, sitting down with yourself, you know, as Sherry, like having a meet with yourself, like really going through. And I encourage all of our chosen friends to do this, really going through like what are some emotions that you're having that you're not sure where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. I just get angry, and I don't know why I get angry. And when I get angry, I can really think out a plan and make it work out. And not mm-hmm. get caught in that sort. Uh, find that root, because mm-hmm. if you don't find that root and you act on those things, you're going to be called a smite collect. Uh, collect mm-hmm. all of them. We don't want those things to happen, you know. And mm-hmm. you don't really want those things to happen either. So we got to be able to nip things in the bud before it explodes to be too bad. 
You know, if you're having those thoughts where um, you want to make some Medea pies, eventually it might come back to you for making them Medea pies. You know? Yes, ma'am. Man, find out what the root is. Why am I so angry? Who does this person remind me of? That's yeah. So because sometimes we'll come across somebody and they remind us of somebody else and we can't stand them to save our yeah. lives. Yes. But if we address who they remind us of and heal in that area, then we can move forward to not hold that against that person who has nothing to do with what that yeah. first person did to mm -hmm. you. Um, yes. That's like with the healing piece. I think I needed healing with was with my father. He was not mm -hmm. a part of my life for my life. <laughs> um, I turned 18. I reached out to him for the first time and um, I called him. I was like, hi, can I speak to and then I ended up hanging up the phone and I was crying. And my mom called back, what you do to her? It wasn't him, it was me. I wasn't ready because I was trying to reach yeah. out and I wasn't at the place to reach out because I didn't know why he wasn't around. He just yeah. wasn't around, you know? And then years later, I moved back to Philadelphia. As time went on, I would reach out because I had to do it for me because I then didn't trust other people or whatever. Like, do you really want to be a part of my life? Or am I doing everything to make you a part of my life? That's right. Healing, you know, where's the healing? Yeah. So eventually, you know, I would go over as I felt comfortable. And the crazy part is, he lived in South Philadelphia. I promise you, I walked, I, I worked maybe two blocks from his house. I could go home and pass his house and keep on going like it wasn't nothing because I wasn't ready yet. Yep, Jennifer. Yep, the girl that was going to church all her life. Yep, the girl that knew about forgiveness. Yep, the girl that knew about loving Jesus and loving other people. Yep, the girl that knew to help other people. Because mm -mm, she wasn't ready. And sometimes mm. we force things or we rush things, and then it can mess up a whole nother fire. Eventually, mm. God helped me to forgive that man. I got to know that man in the year or whatever that I had, and then he ended up passing. If he would have passed and I didn't have that time to get my life together to really, really sincerely forgive and love that man, I would have been heartbroken. But God gave me time. He worked on my heart. He helped me to reach out to him at my own pace. Now, sometimes the pace works and doesn't work. You know, we'll have to see. I don't know. what, But what works for you to be at yeah. ease and be comfortable in that healing process? Because now I can say, hey, you know, I love that man when he went. I'm grateful for the time that I had with him. I'm grateful that I was able to connect. So whatever relationships you have, sometimes that can cause you to have some uh, bad relationships with other people. Father, fathers are a big one with relations with men. Like, mm, I don't trust them, or they do this, or all men are dolls, and all this, and then things. That mm -hmm. so, you be careful with looping all people in because just mm -hmm. that was my experience with my dad. There's some people watching that did not have that experience. You know, yeah. so we can't loop people in because everybody, you know, doesn't mean everybody's um, okay. Apples is all different kinds of apples. So though you are an apple, you might be a green apple. You might be a Granny Smith apple, whatever other apple, you know, we can't loop them all together is all I'm saying. We want to be careful with that. But then I hear, as somebody said, you need therapy. You need to talk to somebody. You need to process those things and be okay with it. We're not perfect. We're human. We have feelings. We hurt. <laughs> you know, yes. you step on my toe, I'm going to let you go. You step on one again, I'm going to say, sis, bro, what are we doing? You know, we want to yes. talk about those things. So really having that sit down, really having that uh, going through those different characteristics that you have that you don't really like. Maybe writing down some relationships with some people that you have. That's not the greatest. Finding out, well, why is it that I don't like them? Why is it that I don't like her? What did they do? Do I owe them an apology? Was I, in mm -hmm. my head? Was I being petty? Did I mess it up? Oh, because we got to be honest. It's not always them. Sometimes it's us. We do some stuff too. Sometimes mm -hmm. we have for being immature, petty, 
irritated, agitated, or it was a bad yeah. day, what caught you on that bad day? All this goes into that healing of really finding out who is Jennifer? Who yeah. is my chosen friends that are listening? You know, find out who you are to know in what areas you really need healing in. Because if you need um, a doctor for eyes, you're not going to the foot doctor, you're going to the eye doctor. Mm -hmm. So if mm -hmm. I can go to the foot doctor, that's fine and dandy. Your feet gonna look nice, but it didn't do nothing for them eyes. You gotta go mm -hmm. to the right specialist for the healing that you need. That's right. Mm, so good. Amen. So good. Amen. That's so good. So good. Let me see. What, what are our chosen friends saying? Sandra said, be kind to yourself. Absolutely. That's that's a big one. Being kind to yourself. We're not perfect. You know, uh, you try a goal and it works out great that first day. Maybe that second day, that third day was like, I'm going to take a pose. That fourth day, you get back on that fifth, sixth, seventh, like, you know, we mm -hmm. more. But be kind to yourself because you did try. Eventually, you'll get back on it. Just keep on pushing yourself, knowing when to push yourself. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, Urban Evangelist, I went to a therapist. Yes, a therapist will help. Yes, Iris. Hey, sis. Everyone's God will lead you to the right person or go to a professional. They have a confidentiality policy. Absolutely. God can definitely lead you to the right person. And even when you do seek out a therapist, I tell people all the time, it's like a doctor. When I you know, find my doctor, I go through a whole nice little interview process that she doesn't even know I go through to make mm -hmm. sure she's the right fit for me. You want to do that Amen. same thing for you, finding out who to help you through. Amen. And I so do the same thing myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't take every person that comes my way. I have to know who I'm assigned mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And so that comes with me praying um, and allowing the Lord um, to guide me in that space because I could be um, not aligned mm -hmm. and aligned mm -hmm. to that person mm -hmm. and them not get what they need. So we need mm -hmm. to be mindful of that as well mm -hmm. on both sides of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because sometimes you can have somebody and it's working out great, but then you remind them of somebody. Yep. That, you know, that really happens where like you remind them of it, but they just remind me of my ex. Uh -huh. I can't stand them or they remind me of that girl that did da 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 da. Mm -hmm. Get out of that situation. It's not going to be good. It's not going to be absolutely. good. Let me see. Urban Avengers say, can't be whole attached to broken pieces. Thought provoking facts. Absolutely. Absolutely. This has been good. Let me see. What else do we see over here? Mama Wanda. Hey, Mama Wanda. Great falling away. It's not always bad. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, oh, goodness, sometimes you can disconnect with some people and it was better that you disconnected then than you waited another time because we never know. Life is not promised. And sometimes we connected to some things that gets us all jammed up and twisted up and crisscross applesauce so we don't know what's happening. We want to be conscious of that. Conscious of that. Oh, goodness. All right. Any other questions you have or comments? Definitely. Please, please uh, put them over there. Sherry, tell us about the, the events that you hold. I um, I like your Her Week. You know, Healing and Power Restored Week. I'm sorry. Her, yes, Her Week. Healing and Power Restored. Um, yeah. And it sounds like we were affirming. Like last week we did that because it begins with the healing and power and being restored. How, mm -hmm. how do you break that down? How does that work out? What does that look like? Well, her week started from, um, again, it's an acronym that the mm -hmm. Lord gave me because um, oftentimes we as women, we try to compare ourselves to other women. Mm -hmm. um, and, I, you know, the Lord gave me a couple years ago that I don't have to be her because I am her. You mm -hmm. know, I don't have to be, be worried about what she is doing because yeah. I am her. Yeah. And so in that space of healing, of course, 
empowered and restored. So all of the things, every, every single day, we have a Monday through Friday where we are moving forward in the spaces of healing, moving forward in um, seeing ourselves the way God sees us. So on Mondays, it's um, moving Monday. And moving Monday is we need to get out there and get more physical. Um, I, you know, most of, of what we do is about our emotional healing. But as we come into alignment and we get, you know, um, better emotionally, um, we need to line this temple up as well. We can't just eat whatever we want to eat. We have to bring that thing um, back this this body under subjection. So it's just a small thing. You know, somebody might, you know, start walking today or somebody might choose to run or whatever you choose. You could choose to go to a gym, however you want to do it, but it's time to get moving. So Monday is dedicated to moving. So um, her week, um, Monday is moving Monday. Um, Tuesday, um, Tuesday, what is my Tuesday? Tell it Tuesday. Oh, tell it Tuesday. I was yeah. going to say talk it out, but that's Thursday. Um, tell it Tuesday. And tell it Tuesday is thank you, sis. <laughs> um, I told you my mind getting off sleep. I got you. I got you. But tell it Tuesday is um about telling it and telling uh speaking of God's goodness, as we talked about earlier, like we've gotten away from testimony service. Mm-hmm. So that's the opportunity um for you to share on the healing station what God has done for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a, a you know what somebody you would think is a small thing up to a big thing. Um, but what God has done for you, or if God, if you've started a business, if you have an event that's coming up, um, whatever, you know, your tell it is, is what we post on, um, the healing station on Tuesday, Wednesday is worship Wednesday. And we start out with 8 a.m. prayer, and then we have a boost of hope. And so, I give the ladies or ladies and gentlemen, I need to clarify that because Mm -hmm. in the beginning of this, um, when I started the healing station about six years ago, um, I thought I was just called to women because I could relate to women. Mm -hmm. And that's where the Lord, you know, but men need healing as well. And it's funny because the Lord um, caused me to see there were many times that, you know, men would come into my life and I thought that was supposed to be my boo, but that's Mm -hmm. not what he that's what God intended. He was supposed to be, you know, I was, I was supposed to minister to him. And so, you know, getting back to it's for men and women, but Wednesday is the boost of hope. And I just give you just a nugget. We go into the word of God um, because everything goes back to the word of God. And um, we have to find little nuggets in order to be boosted, especially Mm -hmm. in this environment, especially what's on in yeah. the state of this world, we need to find ourselves um, a hiding place in the word of God. So I give you a boost of hope. And yeah. so on Thursdays, every other Thursday, actually, mm-hmm. um, okay. is Talk It Out Thursday, and we have a Zoom call. And, okay. you know, the topics are not, you know, we, they're not set in stone. We get on there, whatever the consensus says, that's what we talk about. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the, you know, you can, I won't say you can wear your bonnet, but you can wear your bonnet. Some of the ladies do that. Um, and you let your hair down and you know that what happens in the circle stays in the circle. It's almost like Vegas. You know, what happens, it's a safe circle. We're spiritually yeah. accountable. Here go my acronym, spiritually accountable for each other. So yeah. um, we do that every other Thursday. And Friday, this is for Jen, um, Friday is Forgiveness Friday. Ain't nobody so, asking you to cuss. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because everybody don't want to forgive all the time. Yes, yes. There's healing but, and forgiveness. Yes. And we don't realize that that is attached to 
Um, whatever issues that we've had, were, you know, going back to mine, like, you know, I can I can't keep speak. I can't speak about other people. I can only mm -hmm. speak about myself, my molestations, rapes and all of that. Like there's a space that those wounds cause a space for me to need to forgive someone mm -hmm. and forgive myself. Yes. So forgiveness, um, we don't often want to, you know, deal with it. We say, well, I will forgive, but I won't forget. And mm -hmm. that's not biblical. Yes. Um, there is no scripture to back that up, sis. Yes, there is no scripture to back that up, sir. Yes. You are going to have to get this thing right. So even in the word, when it, it tells us in Matthew um, 6.15, that if we don't forgive, God won't forgive. Yes. So you can do everything that you know to do right, but not forgive that sister who sat in your seat Sunday morning. I'm sorry to tell you, mm -hmm. um, or or not now, but right. that's who used to sit in your seat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if you do not forgive, he will not forgive. That's just the word. So yes. it's just awesome. encouraging people to be their best selves and see themselves how God sees them. Awesome. So Ira said, how do we link up with the healing station? Oh, okay. So um, I actually have a um, page on Facebook. It's yeah. the healing station with Sherry A. Thompson, the healing station with Sherry A. Thompson. Um, and I'm also on Instagram, um, the healing station 415. Yeah. And um, you can reach me. You can send me an email as well. Um, the healing station um, 415 at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, let me give you my number as well. It's 443-754-7288. I give you all the goodies tonight. Yes, yes. Let me see. Let me see. Sometimes I can do a little banner and things. So uh, this is the email, the healing station, 415-gmail.com. Um, if you are a friend of mine on Facebook, I did tag Sherry as well as the healing station in the post when I shared tonight's live. So you can check it out there as well. So be sure to connect. She has some amazing, amazing things going on. Another thing I want to talk about, you had the whole truth about loss. I love this segment because um, I have dealt with more loss than I like to talk about. Um, losing my mom when I was 20, um, losing my dad, uh, other significant people in my life. Um, kind of be over it sometimes, if I'm honest. Um or you get to the place of, all right, who's next? <laughs> you know, they got that, um, they had that, uh, the, the viral song, whatever, who's next? So, like, sometimes I feel like who's next in, in this season? So many people have just been dropping like flies. Absolutely. Like, all right, bam. All right, I'm, I'm going to recover that. that I'm going to heal in that area because I just got hit, then another one. Um, but I enjoyed it so much. You had uh, Clifford Clark and the guest sharing the realness of the process. It was so really good. And I like the breakdown of whole. I really like the acronyms. Um, when healing, overturns life experiences. Talk about that. How did that come about? Okay. Well, the whole truth is the um, virtual um, series that the healing station does. Mm -hmm. um, so that's part of our, our gathering. So okay. um, the whole truth about loss was just one of the, um, of the series or one of the segments of the series, because um, there are so many of us that are dealing with loss that have mm -hmm. not not that we've never seen loss before, but not at the numbers and the levels that we have been at. Yeah. And and because we were at a at a state of this, you know, or in this space of the be still season, mm -hmm. um, and we're not able to um, fully um, even express ourselves because it's happening like yeah. back to back and being in a place of healing. And yeah. I had um, one of my sister friends, and um, she lost. Um, her husband, who was my brother, he was my brother before she, she was my sister. You know, mm -hmm. blood don't mean nothing to me, but yeah. 
Um, so because of that, like there was spaces that I was um, not able to fully engage with her in her healing or in her grief space mm-hmm. because I was grieving myself. Mm-hmm. So as believers, it's a hard space to be in because we are told, you know, that, you know, they've gone to be with the Lord. All the things that people say that should make us feel better, but oh, really don't. They really don't. Unless, and when you're in the midst of it. So, um, you know, I wanted to make sure, and we, and we, we timed it um, around the holiday seasons because the holiday season um, was heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, normally is heavy. Yeah. Um, depression and, you know, that space of feeling isolated and all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Now compound it with 2020 and all of the loss that you know we oh. have heard, it was heavy. There, yeah. you know, your space of people can't come to your house, and then those who we would have it to our house are no longer with us. And mm-hmm. so um the Lord just um, I felt a burden um to speak to that um because so many are experiencing it still now, you yeah. know, we just lost, you know, um Pastor Annette Pete Wilson. Yeah. So it was so much. Um, so many that we've lost and we don't know how to manage it. And so I, I didn't just choose a psychotherapist, but a psychotherapist who was also a pastor. Yeah. That way he could help us with the psychological side as well as the spiritual side and merge those things together because that's what his, his practice does. So um, we were able to um, help some folks crack open the door. Um, and realize that even whatever stage of grief that you are in, and yeah. then you could pop into one, pop out of that one, go into one, go back to that one, yeah. that there is no order. Yeah. And that it is okay. There is no shame. There is no, you know, no condemnation with that. There is no, you're not saved enough because you're still grieving after five years or you've had you know, every time, you know, that y- your mother's birthday comes around or something happens that mm-hmm. it doesn't make you less saved. It yeah. makes you more human. Yes. More so, human. Mm. Yeah. So the whole the whole series is the whole truth. And so us re- releasing our stories. Yes. Um, and allowing people to see our transparent, open stories and it um, helping them because healing overturns life's experiences. Once God does a thing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Once the healing happens, yes. what happened before no longer even matters. So that's why when healing overturns life's experiences. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Uh, it was another piece you said about when we were talking about, um, I don't know if it was part of the whole part, but you were talking about how like the guy came into your life and you were like, oh, they're supposed to be a part of my life. I just mm-hmm. want to put another plug because sometimes that some areas of healing too, where we think like all these people, one, well, we can't save everybody. Two, we're not meant to be with everybody. Come on. Sometimes people come into our lives for a season. And we yeah. got to be so careful before we invite some people into our uh, yeah. inner circle. Yeah. And really show themselves to be worthy of coming in to being that close to you. Really finding out when people come into your life, who sent you? Mm-hmm. Are you here for a season? Are you here to really help me? Or are you here for me to help you and you keep on going? You know? Mm-hmm. The mailman just drops off the mail. He don't come in and stay. You know, finding out what somebody needs, and sometimes you got a different mailman, you know. But again, finding out what the purpose of that person uh, is. Are they dropping off good things? My mailman drop off bills sometimes. That's not always good. But again, mm-hmm. you got to find out what works best for you. So be careful with sometimes us connecting with these people and places and things. So I also just wanted to share 
the healing station where hope happens. Healing on purpose every day. So that's healing and life coach Sherry Thompson. You can find her on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. And is that Spotify as well? Um, no, that's actually Podbean. I actually uh-huh. have a podcast. Yes, podcast. Yes. I'm working on it. I, I be posting it. It's coming out. It's coming out because so many great, amazing people have been coming through, and I'm so, so very excited. So please, please be sure to check out Sherry. You know, I am so grateful that every time I get a speaker because this is a free service, and they come and give us a free service. So be sure to link up and follow them if you found that they were saying something that was imperative for your life. And this is the other thing, because. I mean, sometimes everybody watch me every Monday. I come on, some don't. Thank you for those that keep coming back. Um, but it's sometimes those times that you do check in that is right on time. So just go ahead and find our page and like it because you'll be surprised. That time that you click in, be like, I needed that. And that's guys saying, hey, I'm concerned about you. So be yes. sure to find her on Facebook so that you can follow her. Sherry, what are some closing thoughts you want to leave us with? I'm just um, like, I'm, I'm flowing. Um, I'm excited about what God is about to do for you. Oh. And and that's, you know, it's it's not what God is, is, what God is about to do for you. And it's this space of obedience and you allowing, as you said, people pop on, people pop off, but those who are assigned to you, those who um, your voice matters mm. are popping on on purpose. So never, you know, don't don't um despise what God is doing. You don't need to do it all, but you need to do what God has called you to do. Yeah. So I'm telling you, God's about to open some doors. He's about to do some things because people are popping on. People are taking notice, and God mm-hmm. is really doing amazing things because He's true to His word. So mm-hmm. I just want to say that. Um, but as well as you know, it is your responsibility to heal. It wasn't you know your fault that things happen to you in your life. But it is your responsibility to heal. And again, it's selfish when you don't. So allow yourself in this space because you got time now. Stuff is still moving close. I mean, slowly. Um, you have time now to consider where am I? What happened? You know, during the course of this year, what things popped out? Um, yesterday I po- posted on our um, Facebook page. Um, and on our Facebook group because we also have a, have a group as well as a page. But on the Facebook group, you know, how what does healing look like for you? Because, you know, healing might look different for everybody else. But be honest with yourself. When those things start popping up as we've been sitting around for nine months, um, you know, nine, ten months, some things, some flags came up. Be honest. Write them down and let say, God, you know, I need you to show me who to share this with. I need you to show me what to do with this. I need you to show me. Allow him to guide you because that's what the Lord wants to do anyway. He will direct your path when you acknowledge him. He's going to direct your back. Thank you again so much. Um, I, you know, I'm so grateful for you agreeing to come on and just sharing your heart for just flowing, for just being you. I am grateful that even though we don't know whatever pain you're facing through what you've just come through, that, you know, you are definitely on a road to recovery and how God has been your strength tonight. And again, that obedience, when we step on, it's like, you know, God, I'm going to do this because, you know, this is what you called me to do. This is what's in me to do. And if I'm doing a few, you're going to look out for everything I need you to do for me, for my physical, Amen. my mental, my financial, my emotional, whatever, full healing, whole healing, you know. So I truly, truly just thank you so very much. We shall be in touch more. I shall continue. Absolutely, because you got to come to you got to come to my side. We got to do this. It, we got we got to bounce this off. You got to come to my side. That's so how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. And again, you know, we had to start up the new year with 
Well, we want to be empowering. We want to be motivated. We want to be encouraging and inspiring. Um, and this is the beginning of the year. So we want this to go through the end of the year. We came out of something last year, but we want to be really excited. And I'm going to give you some homework, chosen friends. Give me a second. Thank you again so very much, Sherry. May you have a great evening. And again, I will be in contact. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Oh my goodness gracious. Whew, that was good. Did y'all did y'all enjoy that? Oh, Mama Wanda said that's good. It's your responsibility to heal. Yes, and on that note, I'm going to give you chosen friends some homework. So we're moving forward and we want to heal. So really take a time, take a time, take some time to have a sit-down meeting with you. Me and myself and I. Mirror, no mirror, but really finding out some things for yourself of what areas you want to heal in, what areas you areas you feel you're growing in, and what areas you want to grow some more in, what areas you want to disconnect from. We don't want to be in the same place when we get to December, all right? We want to work out those things now and today because tomorrow's not promised. So always being on that incline of improving you to be the best version of you, all right? So please, please, please. Take some time this week to work on it because next week we're going to talk about pivoting. What does it mean to pivot? Sometimes we got to get out of some situations. We got to move. And my good friend Rashida Williams is going to be here as we move forward and pivot. Thanks for joining Jen Cares powered by Chosen Podcast this week. Make sure to visit our website at chosencounselors.com. That's chosen with a Z. To follow us, stay in the know, and most of all, never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to tune in for our next episode as we specialize in bringing the community to you.